0: Rusty there? A little rusty? Oh,
1: maybe a little bit. What's Woo. up, everybody? Welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. We're yeah. back!
0: Hey, I had to do that line last week.
1: Yeah, and yeah. you uh, you didn't do it as well as me, yeah. not gonna lie. Tabitha were, did great, though. Tabitha did great, yeah. yeah. She always does great. Oh, man, we're back. Uh, it feels very good. I'm very excited to be here. We have so much to get to. I feel actually a little bit overwhelmed at the amount of stuff that I want to get to and talk about. Like, so much has happened since you and I were last together. And it's, uh, yeah, I feel like it's just too much, too much yeah. to get to. Yeah. D- did you happen to see, let's set the stage. So we're not at Thunderhawk and we're in my Thunderhawk hat, but we're not at the home of the zero chance pod. We're actually at the second home. We say that a lot. We're at Smith. Mm-hmm. and when we were walking up, there was a sign that as we, as we came up the stairs, it said service animals only on the mezzanine. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And that's normally where we record our podcast right yeah, up on the upper level yeah
1: it's a little quiet and we're first of all I don't even really know what mezzanine means like I know yeah. that like you know there's mezzanine levels to ball games or to shows uh, you know plays um, I think it's like it's like an upper level but an uh, open and you can kind of see down I don't yeah. really know for sure yeah but it's a service animals only on the mezzanine which in literal translation means like no humans yeah no yeah. humans no humans uh-huh. no regular pets yeah just service animals only. So yeah. today, you so are you, c- you are a service animal, and <laughs> so am I.
0: So we were walking up here, fully expecting to see like the card, like poker playing dogs. <laughs> just <laughs> just everyone hanging just out together, <laughs> it out together. Yeah,
1: that would have been great. Uh, nope, just us, <laughs> just, just us, us, us hanging out. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's dumb mezzanine. Like, just say on the second floor, it's lame. Or
0: upstairs. Upstairs, upstairs. sure. Yeah. I don't know mezzanine. Yeah,
1: look it up. Who knows? Um. Okay, so we got a lot to get to, dude. We do we want to like kind of recap i mean i did listen to the episode listen to it yeah, yeah. i listened okay. to it uh-huh. obviously you saw that i you know retweeted it uh-huh. and i um i had told you i will admit that i was um, a <laughs> little bit late in letting you know that i was going to be gone for two weeks yeah yeah uh work trip first and then uh, personal family trip after um uh, by the way why did you almost hit me when you came into the parking lot today like you almost sideswiped me.
0: Remember that time that you like <laughs> were gonna you were gunning for me, and then, <laughs> and then you then almost so hit that gu- other guy. Yeah. yeah, I was hoping that yeah.
1: someone else would distract you, and you would um, be <laughs> hit somebody else. Whoa! I think we just heard a scream in here. I don't know what that was, but hopefully everyone is okay. Yeah, nobody else n- is running, yeah, so yeah, I guess we're, we're okay. <laughs> Let's hope the headline tomorrow is not some like injury at Smith while some idiots recording a podcast did nothing. Um. Yeah, you almost took me out coming in the parking lot. Not cool. And what's funny yeah. is that I'll, you know, because you did one time forget the SD card to record the podcast. Yeah. And I, since then, will jokingly text you, but also not really jokingly. And yeah. I'll be like, make sure you don't forget the SD card. Yeah. And then today you got up and we started setting up and you're like, oh, that was it. the
0: first Darren Smith podcast, too, I think. that. I forgot oh, yeah. It, right? Way to make a great impression. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so Darren and I had to stay there and drink our faces off until you came back. Yeah. No, you didn't come back. You had someone deliver uh-huh. it. I had it. Yeah.
0: And Ooh. it delivered. Yeah. Caitlin delivered
1: it. Caitlin. Yeah. She's great. I like Caitlin. Uh, so how'd you feel about the Tabitha episode? Major upgrading and co host Huge upgrade. Yeah. Huge, man. What was it like, uh, you know, sliding into the your role in Padres and Pines to be in the... Is it called an A or a number one or what is the the one? The one. I mean, I know we're one A, one B, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Was it like to slide into the one A role?
0: It was weird having to steer the conversation. Well, actually, you know what? It wasn't weird because I have to steer the conversation with you still. What? Still, because (laughs) you are a big dumb animal. (laughs) Squirrel, (laughs) (laughs) squirrel. And I always have to bring it back. Bring it back. That's true. That's Um, fair. I'm a
1: big dumb animal. Yeah.
0: So no, it was it was good. Tabitha is always great. Um, she was super fun. I, I loved her reading the weather. Not, not reading it, dude. That she, was pretty good. She gave the weather. That was, that was really all impressive. Off the top of the yeah. head.
1: that was yeah. impressive. Oh yeah, Caesar said some mean things about me too. So he's never coming on the pod again. <laughs> <laughs> I did did this, he? I'll I squash that. that bug right now, A little punk. I'm uh, gonna whoop yeah. his yeah behind. Yeah. when I see him next. Yeah.
0: We're back to no cussing on this pod.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. What did you say? You said something. On Twitter where all of a sudden I was being attacked saying that I always yell at you because you try to curse and then
0: and then just like as in tw- always happens on Twitter the past was brought up and you're sweet hot oh yeah sweet hot Watch video. Out with the gum sweet hot but all of a sudden you turned in like to like somebody from Boston I know I you know had what happened accent.
1: I might have had a couple beverages uh, <laughs> it was the eighth inning yeah. and on yeah. a game that ended up going I think like 16 innings yeah hence the amount of gum and that ended up in
0: 362 the pieces of chewed up gum on oh. the outfield and
1: Jordan Baker he just he actually just refed refft jeez been watching it's too been much World Cup yeah umpired umpired uh one of the pottery games I think yeah. against the cubbies how was he with the uh the gum I didn't notice any gum action, but I think I was actually out of town, so I wasn't. I was. That's when I was San Fran, because I think didn't they go from the Cubs might have gone from San Diego to San Fran. So I actually did go to a Cubs game while I was up in San Francisco for work. Okay. And so, okay. Speaking of the Cubs, did you see the video of this guy? I know this is not the order of how we were going to do things. We yeah. do take notes, everybody. But, hey, this we're going to let the conversation yeah, flow. Yeah. I already feel like this is off the rails, which is fine. But we have so much to get to that I'm just like, let's just go. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I missed you. I'm not going to lie. I missed you.
0: <laughs> I missed you, too. I, I did. Too. Yeah. I
1: really do mean that. And I, I'm looking deep into your eyes right I know. now. <laughs> and you can see
0: the sincerity really in my eyes. Yes.
1: I, I, I did miss hanging out. And I was yeah. like, it was fun to call in to the end of the Tabitha episode. Yeah. But I was also like, hmm, yeah. womp, womp. Podcast <laughs> without me. Yeah, what are you doing without me? <laughs> so that that did kind of feel a little bit weird. But yeah. happy to be back. So At least I'm cub- not
0: making you share headphones with me, right?
1: <laughs> I've had to do that before. and <laughs> Dude, you should be sending me a thank you text after that. We're <laughs> getting that close to Tabitha. You're lucky, you little perv. Um, so, Cubs, Cubs. You saw the video of this guy. Yes. Which seemingly was a guy. Yeah. S- like a little kid was tossed yeah. a foul ball. A kid missed it. Hit the ground. Guy behind him reaches down, grabs the foul ball, holds it up, stoked, hands it it to what you assume is his wife, the woman uh next to him. And she's like, yay, and then cameras pan away. And then Twitter, online, everybody. I mean, every Lob Shots would have done a blog on this for sure, like raking this guy over the coals. And just, you are a terrible human being. What have you done? What are you thinking? I mean, just how could you do that to a little kid? Like That's like Cardinal Sin of baseball fannery is... You catch a foul ball that was, or, or a ball that was tossed, and it was intended for a little kid, and then you swoop it from them. Yeah, like talk about a one way ticket to hell. What are you doing? You know, baseball fandom hell. Mm-hmm. So, everybody blows this guy up, and then did you happen to read this, the the behind the scenes yeah.
0: story? Yeah, I saw. I saw like what actually happened. Yeah, yeah. So this
1: guy had already gotten this kid a foul ball. Uh huh. He and I think actually two maybe.
0: I think he got them one. Sorry, one for him Cubs, and then one for
1: another kid. Yeah, enough for another, another kid. Another kid. So he had gotten two yeah. other kids foul balls already. Yeah. He was like he was like the foul ball giver to yeah. these kids. Yep. And so and then of course the Cubs see the video blowing up on social media. They do the right thing. Autograph Javi Baez ball. Right. Regardless uh-huh. of if they knew that the guy was a good dude or not they wanted they're 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 pouncing on a pr opportunity right to be like we we saw wrong we made it right you know which is what they absolutely should
0: something like that too it would definitely make the kid a fan for life you know he's like he's like i got this autograph javi baez ball i'd be huge always remember that
1: moment absolutely so when i'm up in san francisco yeah this was great so i walk up um i'm at a, a work event um, have you checked our levels? Are we good? We're good you yeah. looking down yeah, there? You yeah. stressing me out, bro. I just wanted to make sure we were recorded. Oh man, would that be great? Nobody <laughs> cares what we have to say anyway. Uh, so I go. I'm at this work event at a work party for a couple hours. It's kind of on the water, and it's about a maybe a 15 minute walk to McCovey Cove to go to AT T. Yeah. And I head over there, and, and I end up taking one of those pedicabs, which is super fun because like choo, 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 like dodging in and out of people, and it was it was fun to get there, and I was being lazy got there had no tickets um, walked up was with a couple of coworkers walked up and uh, there was a guy who was scalping tickets they were like I don't know $50 face or something like that and he was like 120 for all four and I was like 120 uh, did the quick math in my head I was like uh, yeah I can do 80 80 for all four yeah and he's like no oh no 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 way 120 I go okay I'm good at 80 he's like all right listen I'll cut you a deal <laughs> 100 bucks for all four I'm like, okay, cool. 80. And he's like, I, I can't do it, man. I'm like, it's fine, man. It's no big deal. It's totally cool. Best of luck to you. I'll go find tickets somewhere else. He goes, okay, 80. And he <laughs> I was like, sweet. And I was like, you got Venmo? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me Venmo you. So he types in his little Venmo code and I yeah. send him Venmo. And, and that was that. It was yeah. like the simplest. Venmo is amazing. Scalper transaction in the history of time. Yeah. And so I got the tickets, four tickets, 80 bucks. It was great. Two of my coworker friends left. So actually, let me before you go on. Let me let me ask you this.
0: So if you Venmo somebody money, is that still like I mean, because scalping is kind of considered illegal, correct?
1: Uh, I would think so. People still hold up tickets. Say I need tickets instead of I'm selling tickets.
0: So if you're Venmoing, you're not handing
1: over cash. So I mean, is that legal? I I don't know how the laws are written. I can't imagine that it's all of a sudden legal because, legal because it's an electronic yeah. transaction now. Yeah. I'm sure they've updated things. to. But you're right. We didn't exchange any cash. But holy yeah. crap, was it obvious? <laughs> I mean, like guy hands me tickets, and then yeah. I, he literally has my phone and is typing in yeah. his Venmo information into my phone. And so, yeah, I think it was a pretty legit transaction. Anyway, I'm sure it was still legal. Sorry. Shout out to the SDPD. So... Get into the game, we're sitting kind of under the giant Coke bottle, but okay. only like four row in left left center, uh-huh. but like four rows up from the field. So nice. it was great seats, we're there for most of the game. Uh, game ends up going into extra innings, and I'm there with a co-worker who has been, like, he is the most hardcore Cubs fan I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And, then you know, all the Cubs fans are all hardcore, so this guy is very hardcore. He's never been to AT&T, so I was really pumped to go to the game with him. And we leave. I'm like, come on. Let's go get better seats, man. Let's go into extra innings. Most of the Giants fans have already left. By the way, I'm wearing a T-shirt. And if you've ever been to a game at AT&T, it's even windy. if it's sunny outside, you need like a yeah. Patagonian down jacket. Yeah. And I actually felt great. It was warm enough where I wasn't cold. I wasn't. It was, it was actually really delightful. Mm-hmm. And AT&T is beautiful. It, I mean, it I, is. Very I, beautiful ballpark. I've been to... A lot of the, you know, the classic ballparks, like starting with even Doubleday Field at Cooperstown, Wrigley, Fenway, old Yankee Stadium. And then as far as like the newer, nicer, I mean, Petco and at and know I know PNC Park is really nice. I haven't been there yet. I do want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love at I I love at and Park as much as I hate the Giants. I freaking despise the Giants. And I love that ballpark. Sitting on the Cove. Yeah. It's it, just amazing. It's,
0: it's an absolutely beautiful ballpark. I totally agree 100%. They've got excellent beer selection there. True. I, I would say that at and Park is probably the most uh, comparable ballpark to Petco Park that I've been to.
1: Right. Yeah, and I, I think that I – you know hmm, – I'm trying to think of the correct way to phrase this. So, like, I coach my kids in sports, and sometimes you never want – to be you never want to like go easy on your kid because it's your kid but then you you as a parent slash coach i actually find myself overcompensating where i will be harder on them yeah. than the other kids yeah which is such a bummer for the kids right because and i try to keep it into check but it's like this you're, you're trying so hard to not let them off the hook and have the other kids be like why are you letting your own kid get off easy that yeah. you go even harder on them which is so messed up but i almost feel like i do that with at&t and Pecco. like Pecco is my own home or park which I love, but I almost find myself being like, I don't know, man. I kind of like AT and T just as much, or maybe even a little bit more. Wow! And I think it's because I'm overcompensating, right? Yeah, for yeah. because I don't want to be so much of a homer yeah. for Petco. You know, like if I if uh, let's or too like if you've only been to Petco Park like one
0: time, two times, whatever that, you, however many times you've been to AT and T Park, right? I mean,
1: it might yeah, I've probably been to AT and T maybe four or five times. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, there's the um, the. I guess it's I'm not used to it yet or the the, yeah. the the comfortableness with it. It's And it's all every time I go, I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at the, the kayakers out in the yeah. Cove. It's like it's just so cool. Yeah. And I love that giant mitt, that stupid Coke can or yeah. bottle. I, I don't know. I just think it's so cool.
0: I love it, too. But I think it's pretty stupid. What? what the, the, the the
1: Coke bottle and the the mitt and all that why? stuff. Why is it stupid? It's
0: just it's, wh- like wh- why? It's what like, do
1: you want? A, a National University sign falling into the glove? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't. I don't want that. <laughs> However, like I don't know, like it's just do you giant think Coke I bottle. wonder? Do you think Giants fans are like, what is this stupid Coke bottle doing here?
0: Remember when we had the uh,
1: the golf club as the foul yeah, pole, which I loved. I hated that. Why? Thing. It was dumb. It was the most brilliant piece of advertising on a baseball field ever <laughs> in the history of time. <laughs> What's it ever? Dude, are you kidding me? That that giant shaft is the pole, and they even changed it to make it look like a shaft with like a rubber grip on top, and then it had you know the driver head down in the in the outfield. Yeah, you didn't think that was cool? No, I hated that. What's wrong with you? Why would you know that phrase? By the way, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? So messed up. I mean, you obviously I say it playfully, kind of um but that's one of those key phrases that as a parent like you never want to say to your kid but you think it all the time like they do something and you want to be like what is wrong with you why (laughs) would you do that what is wrong with you and it's like that's that's one of those like kind of trigger comments that you never want to make to children because they're like what is wrong with me i don't know you know and they start having self-doubt and depression that's what i'm gonna do on my way home (laughs) i love you nothing's wrong with you i love you just (laughs) the way that you are however I'm having trouble understanding your perspective on why you didn't think this golf club was cool. I thought it was brilliant, you know, and I was really sad actually when the advertisement fell through. And then when they brought the links to Petco, uh-huh. I'm like, oh well, this is the perfect opportunity to resurrect the foul pole club. Yeah, and they never did it. Never brought back. What's your deal with it? You know, what's wrong with you? Maybe it's just because I'm not a golfer. You
0: know, I just not a golfer, and uh, I, I I'm a foul pole purist as oh my well. Gosh, so. <laughs>
1: Can't, okay, how can I even take you seriously when you say things like that? <laughs> a foul pole purist? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the Fenway calling it the pesky pole? I'm perfectly
0: fine with oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: really? So yeah. that's not very pure, naming oh a it pole is. after it's somebody? Yeah, yeah.
0: Clown. All right. Did anyway. they Did they get money for it? That's the question.
1: Wait, for the Pesky pull? Yeah. No, probably not. If they called it, like, the Penske Pesky pole, yeah, then they would get money from a you know, NASCAR Which sponsor.
0: I'm sure they probably have done that at some point, I don't too. even
1: know what Penske is. Is that a paint? I really don't know I what know, it is. It's like a it's like I, an oil. An oil? Yeah. yeah I, I think, know it's right? like a huge oil? sponsor yeah. for Penske. NASCAR. Yeah. Penske. I don't even know. I think it's oil. Callahan Auto Parts. Yeah. Tommy Callahan. <laughs> so, as we leave in the extra innings to go behind home plate, <laughs> we start going down, and sure enough, an usher's like, Tickets. And I'm like, yeah, we don't don't have tickets down here, but we just wanted to, you know, because everybody left. All the Giants fans are gone. It's already 10 something and it's extra innings. And the Cubs fans are still there, but no. And so we walk down there like, no, you need tickets. I'm like, come on, nobody's sitting down here. And she's like, sorry, you need tickets. So mad. Turned back around, I'm like, come on, follow me. So it's just me and my other coworker, Steve. So Steve, we walk over to uh, the other, you know, kind of the first base side of home plate. Walk down, find seats, no big deal. Get down there. Uh, Steve, 34 years old, hardcore fan, been going his whole life to baseball games, and never has got any sort of foul ball or anything like that. And this is this is, – we're coming full circle now. Remember Chicago fan, full go. ball, yeah. you know, uh-huh. the guy yeah. everyone thought this was the new Bartman, Yeah, and he's not at all. He turns out to be a stud that was, like, handing yeah. out balls to everybody, and he's a yeah. good dude. So
0: He's not that, like, that Zach Hample guy. Which oh,
1: that guy. He's the worst. He is the worst. He is the worst. Yes. So – we're sitting there, and maybe two or three pitches in, foul ball starts coming our way. And I go, Steve! And I'm sitting inside. He's on the aisle seat, and there's a large, like kind of like a double-wide aisle. And like I said, there aren't many people there. And there is someone who's coming in from the other aisle and the ball. I mean, it's coming. You know, a lot of times you're like, foul ball, and then it's yeah. like 700 yards from you. It doesn't yeah. even come anywhere near you. Yeah. This one was like, this was making a beeline right for us. I'm like Steve and, and it was about two rows up and in the aisle. So like I was like kind of pushing him out into the aisle, like, go get it. Like slow motion, like yeah.
2: go get the ball.
1: And it goes and one person reaches up, it hits like their arm. <laughs> They're terrible at you know, depth judgment. Yeah. Hits their arm, bounces, and then my buddy Steve reaches up and swoops it out of the air off the first bounce and holds it up. And like I've never seen someone beam with pride. And he, I have a couple of pictures of him. Like, he's so excited. Like, he caught a foul ball, watching his Cubs, first time AT&T Park. Like, he was, in that moment, a 10-year-old kid. That's you know? awesome. He wanted a foul ball. Like, he even talked to me before the game yeah. about, how, you know, one thing I've never got is a foul ball. To get. I mean, it was, it was really, like, incredible to watch unfold. Yeah. So, I ask you, what if there was a kid near him?
0: So what should he have done? Honestly, like personally, Mm -hmm. like for me, it would be the thrill of catching the foul ball and getting it. And then I would gladly pass it off to a kid if a kid was near me. Interesting. Okay. Because like, what am I going to do with the ball? Like, just like put it on my shelf. and be like, hey, you know, like 20 years ago, I caught that as a foul ball.
1: I mean, that would actually be really cool to be like, I was in San Francisco yeah. watching our team, the Cubs, yeah. and then you hand that foul ball to your son and be like, I want you to have this. Yeah, Like, it took me 34 years to get this, and now so I want you to have have it. you ever
0: gotten a foul ball? Yeah. Okay.
1: How many? I don't hand. I mean, maybe one or two foul balls, a bunch of, like, tossed up balls over the yeah. dugout type yeah. of thing, and then uh, I think I've told this story. I caught one. That Mark McLemore hit and th- for the Palm Springs Angels, like a ball team, uh-huh. when I was a little kid, and I it came and hit my glove, it fell out, hit the ground, and then I picked it up. So I was so mad that I didn't catch it cleanly. I mean, I still yeah. ended up with it. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up being obviously, I, I think he was on a DL stint or something because he, you know, longtime major leaguer McLemore. Yeah. Um, not to anyway. be confused with the. Rapper, yeah, the thrift store, thrift store, yeah, Yeah. Uh, dude, different person, different person. That song "Downtown" from Macklemore is a absolute jam. Do you know which one I'm talking about? No, I don't. Dude, can you stop it and splice just a couple parts in? I don't listen to Macklemore.
0: Okay, well, I want you to put it in right now. Macklemore is not going to make it on this podcast.
1: (laughs) Wow, (laughs) Macklemore is now going to be our outro music, or I will fight you. (laughs) Um, anyway, yes, I have. Why are you asking?
0: So, uh, yeah, I I mean, I've gotten one in spring training. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was interviewing Corey Brock yeah. at the Peoria Sports Complex uh, while a game was going on. We were just, like, outside the Follow the, the box. Padres.
1: Formerly follow the Padres, now follow the Brocks.
0: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Miss Corey Brock.
1: Um, hmm. uh, I'm going to tell uh, AJ <laughs> Casado you said that. <laughs> hmm. AJ's great as well.
0: Huh. Um, backtrack, backtrack. But, uh we're sitting there doing the interview. All of a sudden a foul ball just comes just rifling through our interview right then and there. And I just looked down I'm like, Oh, Hey, here's foul ball. And I picked it up. That was, Ta-da. foul ball. Hey, there we go. I don't even know who hit it or anything. Um, and then, uh, when I was actually a kid, like probably, I think it was 87 or 88. Uh, my dad took me to a game early and we were out there for batting practice out in right field and tony gwynn's taking bp and my dad caught the ball and he he gave it to me so like it's a tony gwynn ball yeah so i still have that ball Uh,
1: now i'm surprised if it was in 88 that you didn't end up ever trying to get him to sign it
0: i was never like huge into autographs
1: i know but i feel like something like you hit this ball to me yeah like that that's I mean, it, w- it was going to be special regardless. Though it was during batting practice, so, what? so it
0: wasn't like. But he Tony hit during the
1: game. Tony hit it. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he was using his batting practice bat. Yeah. You know, it's still, and it's not like it was his you know, robot clone out there. Yeah. Still him. Still I know, hi- Still uh, him. That's still cool. Him. Yeah. Yeah, it oh, was really special. cool. I'm really uh, kind of surprised you never tried to get that signed. Yeah. Because you, like me, a couple of memorabilia dorks. I've never been a huge autograph hound either. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I geek out like I have a ball that has been signed by Mickey Mantle, Duke Schneider and Willie Mays. And that's I think awesome. I've told you, that's like, awesome. if I ever could transport to another time and place, I would want to be a kid yeah. in the mid 50s in New York City and be able to watch the th- one of the th- two, three of the greatest center fielders in yeah. history playing in the same city at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy. To I, think agree.
0: About. I agree. I agree. I do have. So I do have a ball, though, that's. Uh, Tony Gwynn signed it first, uh, and then I got Randy Jones to sign it. Heard of him? Yeah, you've you've heard of him? Yeah. yeah. Episode one. What's up, RJ? Um, I have Trevor that signed it. Also heard of him. All so like I'm I was getting you know I got I got Winfield to sign it. Oh really? So I was getting all the Padres the retired, and retired numbers. numbers. I don't what about have the Garvey. What I don't have Garvey? Garvey yet.
1: And you weren't able to get Jackie Robinson on there. That's uh, a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too bad. Uh, So Garve, are you going to do it? I got
0: to get the Garve on there, yeah Huh?
1: Interesting (laughs) I bet you we could arrange that (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me Like, part of me is like, you're going to ruin the ball All (laughs) those other ones are supposed to have their uniforms retired Not Garvey Yeah Anyway, whatever Um, So let me ask you this Are we going to get into I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we, you know We were talking about the Cubs You mentioned something about
0: So, okay so Cub Busters Yeah so
1: we both have this sh- You want to set the scene Of what Cub Busters means Yeah yeah So I genuinely don't know Where you're taking this conversation Okay by the way, okay yeah I, Since I
0: you've been gone you, Yeah You probably don't Since know What you've happened you've been Since gone you know, That should be the outro right there I
1: can be Or should something with service animals Service animals only In the mezzanine area <laughs> Unless you're Kelly Clarkson yeah. Kelly Clarkson So, uh,
0: you know how in 1984, the Padres played the Cubs in the 1984, obviously. (laughs) In LCS, yes. In LCS, yes. So they created these shirts called the Cubbusters.
1: Yeah. You and I, you know that I have one as well. I right? know, I know. And I It's know. a schmedium. I'm
0: kind of more explaining it to the people. Okay, there. I'm the not people. I'm you're looking, a man of the people. I'm looking at you. Okay, but I'm, I'm just no. I'm just making sure that we yeah. establish
1: that like this yeah. part is not the part that needs explaining. Yeah. it's whatever you're about to say next. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so uh, in '84, the Ghostbusters huge hit. So, so they did the Cubbusters, yeah, and it's like the yeah. Ghostbusters logo Thanks with a cub you. in there and um right. hold on oh boy
1: phones ring and
0: um so this time around when the cubs came to town yes. for the padres yes. they made cub buster shirts who did the padres and they were going to give them out wait what yeah a replica so, so that was at the beginning of the season except for instead of like the cub that was on the 84 jerseys yeah. or 84 shirts it was um it was like clark the the cub yeah, the so new mascot. Like they, they modernized the, the one Cub that like Deadspin
1: made bit. a uh, a photo hub with his dong. Yeah, and then all of a sudden that yeah. ended up like on official websites. Yeah. yeah. So
0: the Padres were gonna recreate that, and um, like maybe like a week or two before the giveaway, uh, all of a sudden it turned into a Trevor time shirt, and people were like sitting there like wondering, they're like, hey, Wait, so
1: had people already bought tickets to get the Cubbusters replica I'm shirt?
0: Sure, some people
1: did. Yeah. And they had advertised it as such. Yes, they advertised it as such in the so beginning. So what happened? Did you reach out to the Pods and So the what?
0: Padres actually tweeted out that Major League Baseball suggested that they go a different route. Really? Yeah. So basically the Cubs complained about the Cub Buster What a shirts. bunch of little bitches. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So you I, won your World Series. We still haven't. I know.
1: Gosh, that pisses me off. So
0: like, I I tweeted out, I retweeted what the Padres tweeted because uh-huh. I was wondering what was going on too. And I'm you like, were like
1: amateur one hundred and one.
0: Yeah, I'm like, sign I me up. Well, I didn't know that like it was a Trevor time shirt. I thought it was like the the Cub Buster shirt. Um, and so I retweeted it and I said, I said allowing the Padres to do, to do this shirt should have been enough compensation for us giving you Jed Hoyer and <laughs> <laughs> madison and <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Rizzo, Rizzo yeah. and like you know. You're basically, you're a World Series title.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is, that's garbage, man. Yeah. That's funny. I like that I didn't know what you were about to say, and I didn't know about that, because this is my genuine, authentic reaction. Not that I don't always give the authentic reaction, but at least sometimes I have time to at least think about it and process it, but just yeah. hearing that right now, it just pisses me off. I mean, when when Major League Baseball suggests you do something, that's like the godfather suggesting you do something. And then if you don't, you end up with a horse head in your bed. You know, like, yeah. you don't want to get on the bad side of Major League Baseball if you're the Padres. Yeah. And so that, that's frustrating. So and like, it, what if it comes out of bitch? Like,
0: I know. Calm the F down. You it know? wasn't like, like, you know, Clark the Cub like, was, you know, had a gun to his head or anything like that. Like
1: it was, yeah, just, like those was, was old programs from the seventies that <laughs> we know, have of, like, you know, about uh, the friar basically murdering every mascot, yes, like exactly. with a chain around their neck or walking choking the plank. them out, and they yeah. have the X's on the eyes. Yeah, and stuff. they're already deed. Yeah. yeah,
0: so it was, it was, it was, it wasn't in bad taste, and the Cubs still complained about it.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Do you know for sure that the Cubs is complaining about it? Or that's your assumption since MLB asked them to put the kibosh on that's,
0: it? That's what...
1: Because I don't like necessarily making assumptions I, that we don't know to be true.
0: I, I'm assuming that's what okay. it was. I just want to yeah. make it
1: clear. It's fine to make assumptions and make opinions based on those assumptions. But I like letting people know that is an assumption, not like we have some inside information. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I would like no, to also no, yeah. point I, out, that I don't it's have any disrespectful that you're literally sending a text. Message I'm texting right now. Right now. Yeah. you, do you have I'm, a couple of missed phone calls? You're texting like no respect whatsoever for I'm, me or the podcast. I'm working right now. You're yeah, you're working it. You're working your way to a new co-host. You jerk. Um, all right. Something else that I do want to talk about. And do we do you care about Comic-Con? Do we care about even getting into that at all? I um, went to Comic Con one year and it was super fun. I'm glad I did it, and I, if I was in town, I might have actually tried to go again. Yeah, because it's not about comic books anymore, right? It's Hollywood's no. like biggest yeah. event, mm-hmm. and and it is really really cool. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I wasn't here, so I didn't. I mean, I saw some kind of funny costumes and stuff, but I mean, were you there? I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Is this something yeah. you want to talk about and recap?
0: Or? I mean, like it was. It was fun. Uh, I've been the last. Uh, I've been quite a, last like five years now. Like most of the years. Is it
1: all? It's for work. You're doing things for work.
0: Uh, last like three years now. It's been for work. Uh, however, the years before that, I would just like kind of. I, I like going down there and just so like posting up at a bar work before
1: you were just working it. Yeah,
0: yeah, working it, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me and Heidi, we would like go down there and we would just basically post up at a bar and drink and people watch.
1: I'm not the best. Yeah, just see I've, like people yeah, walking by. I've, you're, you're just, I've done that multiple times, I think yeah. uh, outside the field, I did that one year, Yeah, drinking some Guinness and watching some clowns, it's great, Yeah, yeah. It is the best people watch, I mean like it's like the airport on steroids, yeah. It's the airport and Halloween on steroids Just the, combined. The costumes
0: are, are insane. Um, like some of the amount of work that these people put into these costumes. Yeah. It's crazy. It really is. Yeah. I saw, um, uh, you know, the impractical jokers guys. Oh, I saw
1: you tweeted about that. Yeah. You know, what's funny until I, I had never until like I, I got a job where uh, in the break room they would have a tv on sometimes and for some reason this it was always on this is tr- it true tv or yeah I don't true know. tv uh-huh. and i had never even heard of the show and apparently really? they're like a huge deal and those guys are pretty funny i mean they're just friends it's like kind of every you know outlandish funny person's dream is you know your four buddies who've always just been jackasses together together and get to be themselves on a tv show and make each other do stupid things you know like it's it's kind of a cool thing yeah but it's taken off it's a big deal right yeah
0: yeah it's definitely a big deal um it's pretty much on true tv non-stop mm-hmm. i feel like
1: it's like the rerun show yeah they just do rerun true rerun yeah
0: like if you look at the guide it's like impractical Jokers pretty much all throughout the day right <laughs> yeah but so, i was so i was i was in a lift heading downtown
1: why don't you take uber dude Lyft is for the birds
0: well i i go back and forth like whatever is like whatever is a quicker you would no loyalty <laughs> go ahead so i i took both this weekend huh. i took both yeah, sure this weekend swing both ways <laughs> and uh i was taking the the lift in and um i'm sitting there i have the window rolled down we like we're just pulling up to a stop sign. let me
1: guess chuck lightell <laughs> who did you see, did you see I Chuck and i said
0: hey chuck no hey
1: chuck remember me from the jacuzzi yeah uh, no,
0: I saw Murr from Impractical Jokers. Oh, okay. And he's, he's like sitting there. He's like looking on his phone, like texting like how I was earlier when yeah. you were talking.
1: Yeah, like a normal person would yeah. that's not doing a live podcast. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: And he's like looking down. I'm like, I kind of like squinted for a second. I'm like, wait, I'm all, I know that guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Murr from Impractical Jokers. That's
1: wild to I me mean, that you know their names, by the way. Yeah. If so, uh, you gave me $1 billion and said, name one of the Impractical Jokers I d- guys, I couldn't do it. I
0: do watch it a lot okay. just because it's it's my pretty much like my go-to when nothing else is on TV, nothing's recorded on the DVR. You're like,
1: let's see what's true.
0: Yeah. I'll be like, oh, we always have Impractical Jokers yeah. to go to. True so.
1: TV I watch uh, once a year, and yeah. that's during March Madness. And no other times. So there you go. That's why I don't know Murr or any of the other guys. Yeah. So So I, you yell at Murr.
0: I, I pulled the what I said to Chuck Liddell.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Chuck.
0: I, I didn't say, hey, Chuck. I said, hey, Murr. Okay. And I, and I, I kind of like yelled it because like I was like when I, I did the squints and I'm like, oh, who is it? I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Murr. And he like jumps up. He's like looking at his phone. He like jumps up. He, oh, 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 hey, man. So like you scared him. Scared you scared him, murr. and then he and then he continued to walk away. And then <laughs> uh, I saw like the other guy, uh, Sal from Impractical Jokers. Yeah, he was like again, standing on don't the corner, and but they that's cool. they met up. I think he was looking for Sal. Yeah, he was actually. looking for Sal, and you yeah. were
1: yelling from the lift. Yeah, murr, Sal's over there. Yeah, he's over there. Yeah. Go get him. So that's so, funny that I just brought up Hey Chuck, and we're talking about Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. You remember the TV show Chuck? Um, I don't. You don't remember that? Th-
0: was that on True TV?
1: No, jeez, you clown. No, it's like a major sitcom um, or uh, um, I don't know. Chuck. Chuck. It's the uh, Zach Levi and uh, Yvonne's something ski. I don't know. And he he was like undercover agent, but like worked in a like a uh, basically like a Best Buy or something uh-huh. as well. You don't remember Chuck? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Now I feel bad I can't describe it better, but yeah. it was a great show. Okay. So do you know who Zachary Levi is, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I know who he is, yeah. Yeah,
1: so he was the star of Chuck. Well, Zach and I went to high school together. His real name was actually Zach Pugh. Okay. And I was an athlete, and he was like a drama n- guy. I almost said nerd, uh-huh. which is only funny because he now has an organization called Nerd. Uh, but yeah, Zach Levi and... He changed his name from Zach Pew to Zach Levi, and I was friends with his sister, his older sister, Sarah, as well. He was a little bit younger than me. But he just got cast in the role of Shazam.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer for
1: that. And the trailer came out, and it's uh-huh. basically like Superman right. meets Tom Hanks Big. Yeah. Right? It's uh-huh. like a yeah. kid who, like, wishes he has superpowers or something. Yeah. And next thing you know, he somehow does. Yeah. And and Zach is Shazam, and I think yeah. that's so rad. Yeah.
0: It's him on the pod yeah let's bring him on (laughs) hey Zach what are you doing (laughs) um
1: who knows maybe I can yeah um I've talked to his sister more recently than I've talked to him but and it's it's hard because like he has I think all of like these celebrities they have like their official accounts that they post upon they so many of them have undercover like weird zero one two seven zach with a c that's a backwards yeah. three and like you know some weird that only their personal friends would have any clue that it's them they market as private yeah only people that they know would you know no one that's going to like betray them or screen grab something yeah It'd be weird yeah and so it's i like they very rarely respond when they have you know a million followers here or a million followers there it's just not like you can't keep up with that you yeah. know, like Sometimes, you know, if there's something that kind of goes gets popular and gets like it's hard keeping up with replies when you have five thousand something followers, let alone five million. You know
0: exactly how many followers you have.
1: You know what's funny? (laughs) I finally got over six (laughs) thousand. I was hovering between five and six thousand. Yeah. For ever. And then the purge happened. Yeah. And oh, you dropped down. So I had like six thousand and. Forty or something—I don't yeah. even know—and yeah. now I, mean, I, I really don't know what it is now. It's five thousand something now. Let me look. I don't mind. I'm not above looking. Five thousand nine hundred and sixty-one. So I'm thirty-nine <laughs> followers away. from So I remember I was like, and when it was something that I had tweeted that kind of like, oh, you know what it was? I think it might have been the hats. And when 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 the hats? Oh yeah, that the hats push you over. Yeah, the yeah. Ha, the hats pushed it over six thousand, and it went like way over six thousand. But then apparently, I have a bunch of bots or uh, fake people or yeah. blocked accounts or whatever. Okay, Silio over here. <laughs> you want to know what's funny is that all of Silio's followers are all gone. He had already, like, all those were all. So I don't really think he actually lost that many. Yeah. Which you would think he, had lo- you know, since he got his count up to, like, I think 60, 70, 80,000, yeah. whatever it was. He probably, probably paid for, like, a,
0: a temporary, like, boost on the well, numbers. I, or I think something. I've been
1: over. I, I'm not entirely convinced that he did that. I think that. Yeah. There's a chance he might have been set up.
0: You know, I honestly wouldn't even doubt it if uh, people at Intercom did that for him.
1: I, here's the thing. Once we started picking it out and it was like 5,000 every single day and they knew that we were going to tweet about it. Like, I know we're not somebodies, we're nobodies, whatever. But we're somebodies enough in the San Diego Twitter world that when we bring attention to things and then it gains traction like it did with the silly follower thing nobody's that done to keep adding like oh let's just set this up where we're getting five to eight thousand every yeah. single day and crank our way up to eighty thousand or whatever like I, I, but then again i always fall back to is he that dumb He is. are they that dumb hmm? they yeah, hired yeah. him yeah who knows who knows? You know, so I, I I don't know. How did we get back on him?
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. How did we get back on him? I oh, you followers. lost followers, uh you have followers. Yeah, it had nothing celebrities, to do followers, <laughs> secret <laughs> accounts. So we I saw Doug Benson too at Comic Con. I walked right by him. I don't know who that is. He's a comedian. He's always high.
1: Oh, okay. Well that's weird. Yeah. Probably should seek help. Um no, I was talking about Zach uh Levi. Galifanakis. Zach Galifianakis. But what's funny is that this last, so Sunday, I was at a bachelor party for one of my best friends, and um, one of his good friends is an actor who also, I think, went out, or or at least considered going for that Shazam role, so I thought it was funny. He was like, oh, you know Zach? Because I thought about that role as well. I like Zach. It was perfect for him, especially after seeing the trailer. It was like, the role was designed for him. And the guy that I was hanging out with is, I don't know if you know, uh, Kellen Lutz,
0: Yes. Is that ring a bell uh, to you? That's Twilight, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy that it's been over a decade, by the way, Twilight. Is it really? The first one came out. Wow. Um, so he was the super buff. He still is super buff, but he's the super buff, strong yeah. vampire. Yeah. Emmett Cullen. Uh-huh. And I don't know his name, on, but yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know the Impractical Joker, so what are we going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hung out all day with Kellen. Dude, what a stud. Like, yeah. great dude. We did, like, we went had dim sum in the morning, which I'd never <laughs> had before. By the way dim sum so, big fan so
0: th- is this like a friend of yours or like a friend of a friend
1: so my one of my best friends from growing up and to this day um tj you know tj is um when i was doing the pancake campaign he's a he's a music artist oh yeah you uh-huh. know tj uh-huh, he yeah, came yeah. Out to uh-huh, Peoria. Yep, yep yep and so tj had the rigs um him and his soon-to-be wife his fiance caitlin have the rigs okay all uh-huh. of my pancake videos were like song by the Riggs official. Yeah, right? those were yes. all TJ uh-huh. songs. OK, OK, So TJ is good friends with Kellen. And I am officiating TJ's wedding. OK, in two weeks. And so this was the bachelor party. So we like we went and had dim sum in the morning. We went to a distillery called Green Bar. Where were you again? In L.A. In L.A. Okay. Yeah, because that's where TJ and Kellen live and, and the handful of my other friends that were there. Yeah. And so we went up, in fact, there's a there's a a parlay from this story in the color me bad so (laughs) (laughs) tick tock get them stop stop to the okay so i'll get to that in a second okay so we go there we go to like a whiskey distillery but it's also whiskey it's like all the gin all the hard alcohols and that was really fun we ended up going to a pool party. It's a hotel. We got a hotel room there where everyone could stash their stuff. Went to this, like, L.A. pool party, which yeah. was pretty cool. But also, like... <laughs> Did your head bleed out? Super all? weird. Nobody attacked me with their teeth, which was good. <laughs> Although, my scar is really not... <laughs> I see it. It's not healing as well as I thought it would. Like it's, I, I noticed it right yeah, away. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah hey, that's. it's definitely a battle wound. Um, I My hope is that, like... Because my daughter loves being like, see my dad's head? That's where I bit him, you know, like... I mean, She didn't uh. obviously bite me, but she's, you know, launched things, things out at me. Um, so anyway, I went to this pool party, then went to go get dinner and I ended up, you know, coming home. But I hung out with Kellen all day. It was great. And it was, <laughs> I don't, I feel stupid even admitting to this because my fear is that he'll actually listen to the podcast and hear this. But, you know, we're, you know, we're he and I, I was kind of the, one of the coordinators of the, you know, bachelor day or whatever. And, and he, so he was texting me like, hey, what's, what's going on? What are we doing? And he, and, you know, that was a couple of days earlier, and then he sent me a text. And all like I told some of my other buddies that were there as well, and they're like, "You idiot!" Because you know, like the guys were all kind of like, "What's it going to be like to hang out with Kellen?" L-? You know, he's a famous Hollywood actor. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not like a massive name, but I mean, like when you're in Twilight, like everybody knows who you are, obviously. Yeah. Even you knew. So he uh, he's a Twilight fan over he here. Says, T- I, I've always always kind of been Team Jacob, but I feel bad now because you know, yeah, Z- uh, you know, Kellen was a, a vampire. Yeah. So. Anyway, so he sends a text, he goes, hey, is there anything I need to bring for TJ's bachelor party? And I don't know what, I just immediately responded, you're A-game, <laughs> like a dumb idiot. And he's like, I think he was like, he laughed, he was like, LOL, got it, or something like that. And, and, I, and later I was telling like one of our other buddies, he's like, you said what? You're gonna make us all look like a-holes around him. You know, like, why did you do that? And then of course, you know, and the same, this is the thing with all celebrities, right? And we've talked about this before whenever you're around like just act like you've been there before yeah. don't make an ass out of yourself don't ask for like oh give me a photo because you yeah. know you'll, you'll never be a friend you'll always be a fan that whole thing so i was just trying to like i was probably overcompensating on trying to downplay the like it's no big yeah. deal you know like just oh let's slip a little joke in here so they all kind of made fun of me for that but it ended up being awesome he was he was just great and the whole time it was obviously not about him it was about my friend tj and our you know all of us getting together all right, so tell me about tell me about this Color Me Bad. Oh, you didn't see the video?
0: No. Oh no. man.
1: Video. So
0: there's video.
1: So Color Me Bad
0: was performing on stage. Okay. And um, I I, I want to say it's like the main guy in Color Me Bad. Like I he, didn't know
1: if there was one. I mean, there okay. are four dudes, right? That okay. So he was he was
0: off stage, and this Which, was by the way, it's
1: obscene to me that obscene, absurd. Uh huh that what 25 Mm -hmm. years later after like maybe two jams they're still you can still just go and perform like it's crazy yeah anyway go ahead people love nostalgia yeah
0: one one hit wonders they love them uh so they're on stage they're on stage the one uh i think he's the main guy he's off stage um, Cause I guess he got like frustrated because. Is this
1: the guy that looks like he ate the former version of himself? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: he, I guess he got frustrated that like his sound wasn't correct during their performance, so he stormed off a stage. Uh huh. And during the last song, they they finish like "I Want to Sex You Up," and he comes walking out, and he just pushes.
1: He TikTok get them stopped.
0: He pushes his his bandmates. And the bandmate goes flying, and I <laughs> guess he walks off the, off the stage, like, right away after pushing him. Uh-huh. And uh, people in the audience said that he, he shouted out, I'm effing color me bad, <laughs> as, he, as he pushed them. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, And uh, he got arrested. And it turns out alcohol was a factor in it all. Well, I'm shocked to hear that. And uh, I don't know what (laughs) happened
1: from there, but Uh, yeah. Who do you think you are? I am. I'm Color Me Bad. Color Me Bad. Yeah, that is amazing. So then I saw that. So Woodsy posted... (laughs) Um, and not to sound like any other podcast, but let's take a little shot at Woodsy. Actually, it's a shot he took it himself. He took it. He was going yeah. to make like a. He said he. I was going to make a color me fat joke, but then I realized that guy looks basically just like me
0: if I'm if I have those glasses on. Right. Yeah.
1: And then so th- then you <laughs> pick it up from there. <laughs> so,
0: so like I saw that and it kind of like made me laugh. I'm like I'm like well, I mean Woodsy's always sitting there like you know making fun of him being fat. He's not fat. Like I mean, it's. <laughs> So, like, I, I was just like, well, let's just see what it looks like. So I took that mug shot of the guy and I put Woodsy's face over it and just basically, like, cut out like, the, the eyeballs. <laughs> and uh, and, and then, Woodsy posted I texted it to him because I was like, so then I'm like, I just wanted to see what it would look like. I'm, well, here <laughs> you go. And then he posted it. He tweeted it out. Yeah, he was
1: like, you guys thought I was kidding. Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. So the reason that I thought it was funny that somehow Color Me Bad roped in is that TJ, the bachelor party is just at, Along with um, another high school friend, Josh. So it was you know four of us high school buddies: me, TJ, Josh, and my buddy Jeremy. Jeremy, TJ, and I we all went and traveled to Europe as soon as we graduated high school, literally the day after. Josh also one of my best friends to this day, and Josh is like a world renowned, like brilliant oncologist. And Josh, TJ, and I and Jeremy in. Junior high and high school, TJ's parents, they used to, We, you know, we grew up in Ventura, and they would drive us up to L.A. to go to the American Music Awards, and it was like an amazing thrill. I mean, think about any award show now. It is the best of the best. It is everybody who is on top of their game in music, and we did it for a string of probably from, I don't know, I'm guessing on years here, but I'm guessing 93 to 96 Mm-hmm. we went and during that time i mean i got to watch michael jackson perform live uh madonna perform live boys to men who was yeah. that was my jam right there boys to men and you know I fill in the blank of a hundred other artists that i'm not naming right now bon jovi like you know if you go back and look at during those years the lineup of american music awards which i've never done it would probably be really fascinating to look and see who did i actually see live not to mention the guys that came out on stage so we would go, we sat up in the decks, and every year we would do some kind of funny dress. You know, one year we dressed, like, as we got older, we dressed like uh, like 70s pimps. Like, yeah. we had seventy. we all had afros on, glasses, uh, you know, bell bottoms, big, you know, collar. you know, all thrift store bought. Well, one year we decided that, and it was very, very young, I think it was the first year, and we were like in seventh or eighth grade and we're like, we need to go as colored me bad. <laughs> and so we went to the thrift stores and we each got a different colored bright jacket. It was like bright blue, bright red, bright green. I don't remember what the other color was. And and then we each had some kind of, stu- we wore a white shirt, white, or, yeah, black pants, white shirt, bright colored jacket. And then some sort of stupid variation of a tie, you know, like like that was kind of a thing that they did. Like everyone had like different kind of like either a long skinny tie or a bow tie or some kind of like. Crisscross tie, or I don't know, weird stuff, and we just thought that it was like the coolest thing. And quite frankly, there were like you know girls that were in their twenties would see us and be like, "Oh my gosh," you know, because we were like you know fourteen years old and trying to be like color me bad, and that's why I started laughing when I saw this stupid Woods post, yeah, about fat color me bad because it brought me back to like oh my gosh, and I had just that weekend spent with all those guys. Which was so fun to like have a little like you know, kinda high school reunion with all those guys. Yeah. Only to find out that you too hung I out with I actually hung Me out Bad. with
0: Color Me Bad. But this
1: this is like this is recent. That's is about you. three years ago, yeah. So I mean, I'm telling a story from when Color Me Bad was like at the height of their game. Yeah. And you're in a photo with them and, uh-huh. and he's already looked like he's eaten eaten at least half of himself in that photo. Because that yeah. guy got big.
0: I'm assuming that this guy
1: pushed this guy? This is good podcasting, Rick. To I'm point assuming. at photos yeah. and say this guy and this guy. That's yeah. great. Those two guys. I yeah. don't know who pushed who. I don't care. Who yeah. who, I don't who know who would who's have who's the audacity either. to say, I am color me bad. I <laughs> am color me up. bad. Okay, yeah. so the big thing that I've really wanted to, I mean, there's a lot of things that we, I know we haven't got to the Padres yet. Uh, Brad Han and Simber were traded for Mejia, which, like, I think everybody universally agrees was a freaking amazing, amazing trade. amazing deal, yeah. Like, absolutely amazing. And every one of you a-holes out there that told AJ Preller that he was a stupid idiot and he sucked and didn't know how to GM a team. Yeah. Because they didn't trade Brad Han last year. And then he got his – he was at the pinnacle of his value. And then they came out again this year after he, you know, blew two saves. But then, thank God, he – Straightened it out. All-star yeah. game was nails. He went 1-2-3, right, in the all-star game? Yeah. Th- I'm pretty sure he did. I think so, yeah. Which certainly helped. I, I mean, when you're playing against the best of the best, you go 1-2-3 on yeah. that kind of stage. That means a lot, I think, yeah. to other GMs. And I'm sure that Preller probably wanted a straight-up Mia for hand. Had to throw in Simber to make it work. Which and is honestly, fine. And honestly, totally fine. fine with it. It's fine. He could have freaking thrown in Kirby Yates, too, for all I care. Yeah. Because getting a... What was it? Keith Law, number five. Baseball America, number fifteen prospect. Whatever. I don't. I'm yeah. A, I'm, I'm a intangibles guy, Rick. Intangibles I know. Guy. I know. I know. Whoever he was, I'm so stoked to have this guy. I thought I was absolutely hilarious when I tweeted out the that gif of uh, Austin Hedges being like, huh, uh, you know, kind of looking around like, we traded yeah. for who? You know, what? like, what about what me? Yeah. yeah. What about me, guys? Uh, and. And then I heard something. I don't know. Someone saying like, "Oh, Austin Hedges is not happy about this trade." And blah blah blah. Something. Whatever. You cannot have like if you're gonna go long in a position, yeah. go long catcher because yeah. catchers are hard to come by. And if you can find one, and they can't, they can't play can, it the
0: full season too. Like right, if that's you can the thing, find one, you gotta one that, give them rest, right?
1: Yeah. But you know, Hedges is obviously incredible behind the dish. Yeah. And he makes pitchers better for sure. He is a sack of rocks up at the plate. Like he can't hit yet. Right? Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. he's got the potential. It's there. We keep We've seeing, seeing the those pop. flashes. We keep seeing those We've flashes. we a couple weeks here and there yeah. where he's just being nails and up the plate. And everyone goes,
0: ah, Hedges, he's breaking out he's of it. He's the here guy, it is, finally. And then, finally and then he goes back. Right back in. you're like, so, oh, but he's so good at the plate. I'm, I mean, I, I still think he has time to figure it out. I'm not saying that he's
1: – Honestly, I don't – like, whichever one is better, you're the future of the team. That's fine. The other guy, trade for a starting pitcher. Trade for – Anybody else yeah. who can be an everyday contributor to this team. Like, listen, I know we have a crowded outfield of guys that are, you know, potential stars in the future. Yeah. But what are we talking? Like, we're talking about the San Diego Padres who right now suck. Yeah. Right? Like, there's yep. no arguing that. If you look at their record, they suck.
0: Wait, I thought we were talking about them going to the World Series a little bit ago. Well, they were a few weeks ago, but now they suck. Ago. Yeah, now <laughs> they suck again, yeah. But, yeah. you know,
1: I don't ca- Like i don't know in this spot right now it's not i mean uh it just drives me nuts that it's like how are we gonna let this guy go i mean this is not the 27 yankees like we are talking about a team that if you can't start on this team and be awesome on this team you have no ground to stand on yeah when it comes to like oh please don't trade that guy please don't like like potential is like a freaking fart in the air you know everybody's got potential but until you prove yourself yeah. Like what do you you know so so which which leads me
0: though to uh I've noticed that I know you haven't watched a lot of the games but let's well, talk
1: down to me you don't know what I watched <laughs> go ahead
0: <laughs> I noticed that Andy Green isn't playing like guys like Renfro every single day and Margot every single day and you know all these young guys that we need to see like what they have um, this season while the team's struggling yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? It's like, well, I
1: mean, Margot has been hurt for a little I, while, yeah. right? Yeah. So and is Renfro, and they've right. all
0: they've all spent time on the DL. But like now that they're all back, like shouldn't they be playing every single day to like see what we really have in these guys? Yeah, and I is it I, make or break
1: time for these guys? No, I don't think so. Not you don't yet. Think so? I think if we're being realistic, you know, fans there are fans who who love to think. 2019 is going to be... I mean, that's not going to be the year. Like, 2019, I I probably, on Padres Social Hour at some point, was like, 2019, we're winning the World Series. So you're to blame for 2019. <laughs> there Maybe. we go. There I'm we sure, go. like, every interview that Fowler does, he bumps it back by a year. I don't know. But <laughs> we need to get Fowler on, by the way. What the what in the world is going on, man? How come we haven't got any big guests on yet? I, I don't know. I'm not happy about I this. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk about this. Hosmer to zero chance. Hosmer Hashtag to Hosmer zero to zero chance. chance. So... We I I don't think this year we have an entire another year to do this. So and I just fall back and I I don't think this is a cop out. I honestly think that this is just a very rational perspective for a smart fan to have. I am not knocking people who knock Andy Green and say you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be doing this like that's fine. You have the right as a fan as a paying customer who's cheering for a team. If you want to make the team better great. Put your opinions out there. Yeah. Get into some friendly banter with some people. That's fine. But personally, for me, I'm not trying to project on other people. I'm not, as you and I have made it very clear multiple times in this podcast, our stances. it is not our responsibility or our job to tell people how to fan. Yes. Right? Correct. Do Correct. as you please, oh Padres fan. Yes. There are some things that I believe do cross the line, and maybe I'll change my stance on that. I will tell you how to fan in this regard, yeah. fill in the blank. You know, across the
0: line, that stupid Padres Trump parody account on I Twitter. Yeah. Garbage.
1: Garbage. Blocked. Report. Blocked. And I don't know. That. It's, probably, it's probably you, isn't it? Ghost of Ray Kroc. Clown. I don't know who it is. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Scott, if it's you, uh, you missed on that one, pal. Um, anyway, so I'm not here to tell, but the idea that we as fans sitting at home, looking at Fangraphs, watching these games, have the audacity... To think that we know how to better manage this team than Andy Green, who was with these guys, or Preller, yeah, or Preller, who are, are with these guys every single day, and know everything about them. the 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 manager and the GM know these players better than the players know the players. Yeah, like. They know everything about these guys, and they watch every move that they make. They sit; they have the meetings. They know their their psyche. They know yeah. their mentality. They, they know, they know, if know they're
0: what they're battling a minor in, in yes. injury. Like Th- maybe yeah. just
1: because the injury isn't reported, like who's to say that Renfro is not sitting out because he's got some strain or some personal this or some problems that? at home? Who knows? Maybe uh, their dog died, or maybe like I, there's a million things that could be going on behind the scenes that we have no freaking clue about, and yeah. yet. As fans, we take the liberty, and again, I'm not knocking it. We take the liberty to say whatever we want and think we know what better than they do. And to me, that is insanity. But people can do it, but I'm not going to be the guy that does it because I know myself enough. I feel like I have enough self awareness to be like, I love this team. I love being a fan. I have opinions about the team. But honestly, if I think for a second that I know what's better for this team than AJ Preller or than Andy Green does, I'm an idiot. And I'm not calling everyone else that has those opinions idiots. I know that probably sounded like I just did. Yeah. I didn't. Because I do – I, I kind of love it. It makes it interesting, right? It makes it yeah. interesting when people chime their opinions and say, this is what they should be doing. This is what they should be doing. What kind of moron would do this? What kind of moron would do that? And People, I, people love
0: second-guessing uh, stuff when it comes to sports, whether it be, you know – I have
1: a random number right now Facetime. Yeah. Me. Is it United like, States again? <laughs> I, just, we just, yeah. I just declined a phone call from the United States that said – and then it was a, um, I don't know if it was, I think it was Japanese that was the message. That's what it sounded like, yeah. yeah. It sounded like Japanese. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, I, I don't know. I, I just, I always just kind of chuckle. And I, I do, I get a kick out of it, so fine, bring it on. Yeah. But it always makes me laugh, and it's like, me, this fan on Twitter, I know more than you, Andy Green. I know more than you, AJ Preller, yeah. even though I have no effing clue what yeah. is going on in that clubhouse. And, you know, I, I'm really good at reading fangraphs, and I think I know stats pretty well. I don't, but I'm saying on behalf of other people. Yeah. I'm an intangibles guy. For all you numbers guys out there, good on you. Have at it. I'm – I don't know. Yeah. Is is United States texting you now too? I just got a text from this random number. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just got a – I just <laughs> – It. <laughs> so – it's a text. I have some friends that are in Belize right now. This is very bizarre. So I have some friends from my church that are down building a house in Belize okay. right now. And, <laughs> and this is the, it, that was the phone call that I just missed. It was a FaceTime. Oh, okay. And I just missed it. And I just immediately got two texts and said, um, it's Grant, a friend of mine who is in Belize right now. Because I've gone down there for multiple years and I've built houses for homeless people. In, B- in Belize. I've done that okay. in Mexico. I did it for uh, 11 years straight in Mexico during spring breaks from when I was uh, pre-high school to when I was post-college. And I just now, you saw it happen. The FaceTime came in. Yeah. And then the text came in after. And it's like, hey, it's Grant from down in Belize. Somebody wants to talk to you with a complaint about karaoke. <laughs> oh, karaoke? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Huh. Uh, I don't know why I can't remember if I've ever done karaoke in Belize. I feel like we've talked about karaoke because of yeah. the Punchbowl social uh-huh. thing yeah. uh-huh. and the rooms that they have. But like karaoke is kind of like one sure. of my favorite things to do. I know that you feel like I'm very shy in many things I do. but yeah. uh, So I just love that I, while podcasting, got a FaceTime from Belize saying somebody wants to talk about to you with karaoke. a complaint about karaoke, yeah. Yeah. which I'll get back to you, Grant. Thanks. Yeah, that's very bizarre. we we'll get back to karaoke yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Now I've been like completely thrown off. Anyway, so, I just think it's funny when people like I know better than the manager. I know better than the GM. Yeah. And because I follow the team very closely on Twitter and FanGraphs. Yeah. And whatever, to each his own. Have fun with it. I don't I really, I really don't care. But I'm never gonna fall into. Don't that trap.
0: you want to see more of these young guys though too? I do, but like I said, yeah. I don't know what's going on behind exactly. the scenes. Okay. Like,
1: I do like to yeah, see yeah. that. Do I think this year's the make or break? Absolutely not. That's yeah. asinine. Like so next year.
0: So next year, like if if Renfro the rest of the year like you know hits like two twenty or whatever, and you know hits a couple home runs here and there, like you're still be going to be like next year. Well, let's let's start him in right field.
1: I don't know. Or do man. you give up I mean, on him at that point? No, I don't give up on him. I think. Here, Here's what I keep going back to. I think we gave up on Rizzo.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Rizzo was
1: terrible when what? he was on the Padres. He had lost his swing. He couldn't find it. All this amazing potential. And guys like Renfro remind me of Rizzo in that they have this power, this potential, and then they just can't seem to make it click because maybe they were pushed a little bit too fast, too hard. I don't know. And then it shipped off to wherever, in this case Chicago, and boom, yeah. all-star and face of the franchise, here we go.
0: Starting pitcher extraordinaire.
1: Yeah, tra- I mean, dude. He
0: pitched yesterday. Yeah, I, yesterday, I know. He yeah.
1: did pitch yesterday. Yeah. And, oh, speaking of, oh, two things. Today is like the whatever anniversary, 20th or something, I don't know, anniversary of the Pine Tar game. When, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. When, uh, George George Brett. Brett went nuts. Yeah. One of my favorite reactions to anything ever. Like, yeah. Because it's so out. I mean, when he comes rocketing off that yeah. bench. And I don't think that I had remembered the circumstances of that game. The... The the Royals won that game against the Yankees with that hit. It was a ninth inning hit, and they yes. won. Yes. When the ump put the bat down on the plate and saw too much pine tar, yeah. and they said no good on the home run. That was the Yankees winning. It wasn't just saying no home run. It was saying the Yankees have now won the game. You're out, and that's why Brett lost his mind. But then I guess the the American League Commissioner's Office or whatever they reviewed it. They and the Royals ended up winning
0: the game. No, they had to like they had to like re- replay or like. It was Oh it was, they had to do a to, Yeah they had to go like Extra innings and or something And then they like ended that. up Winning the game though I think so Because yes. I think in the yeah. end
1: result The Royals did end up yeah, winning Yeah because wasn't
0: Goose Gossage pitching too Yes it was Goose, Goose, Goose yeah. was pitching Have you heard of him He
1: uh, might have yeah. been on the 84 squad Yeah Anyway That was just a random uh, A random this day in baseball The other this thing that I saw today um, That I think happened this day Or at least it popped up In my timeline today I don't really know But it was um, <laughs> And you just mentioned Renfro like if What if he's a 220 hitter Or whatever um, it made me think. Do you remember when A. Rod and Jason Veritek used to get into it? Veritek, catcher for the, oh, yeah, you know the yep. Red, Sox Red Sox, and obviously A. Rod with the Yankees, and they, A. Rod got beaned and started chirping at Veritek. Yeah, and Veritek yelled out, "We don't throw at two sixty hitters." <laughs> <laughs> there <laughs> Which you is go. Sounds like a great thing to say, like a Hall yeah. of yeah. Fame like, I know like, to A. Rod. Yeah. yeah, of all people, A. Rod. Yeah. like we don't throw at two sixty hitters. Anyway. So,
0: did you see the rest of the, the bad news with the Padres, Tatis?
1: Yeah, I did. And, I mean, Tatis, he wasn't coming up this year.
0: No. I If he was coming up, it was like a cup of coffee at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, and I, so, obviously, anytime you have a prospect, especially a prospect who's really viewed to be, like, not just good, but yeah. an absolute superstar. Yep one of the top five in all of baseball yeah when you have a superstar that is coming up through your system of course it's terrible news to hear that they are hurt yeah and season-ending surgery or whatever you know but when they're not even to the bigs yet and it's like these injuries like hopefully i mean i know it's not always the case but if you can come back maybe stronger than you were before and get him out there i know he's going to play some winter ball and so I don't know. I I certainly didn't like it. Nobody likes it, but yeah. I didn't. It wasn't like a panic thing for me. It yeah. was like a like a hashtag that's so Padres thing for me. Yeah,
0: but
1: yeah. It was. It was depressing.
0: It was because somebody like that. You know, we we see that we have a a young superstar finally on our team. I know. I know. And it just sucks to see him get hurt. Okay. I don't like to see anything that will stunt his growth.
1: Right, and this it might not. You know, It might not. Yeah. He'll have some time to rehab and yeah. focus and maybe get mentally prepared and strong. he still is know. pretty young for very his, young. For his very young. Uh, you know. And very cocky, too, by the way, which I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind one bit. We need that. We need so a little bit Paddock. of swagger. Oh, Paddock, by the way, signed yeah. with Boris. <clears throat> but whatever. Yeah. I think that hot talent lava, Boris, S- he so knows enough about the Padres to be able to navigate. Oh, I think so, too. I think, I think you so know, too. Preller and Green, they know how to deal with him, hopefully, by now. So yeah. it's not the end of the world, but I don't like it.
0: Hey, so another thing that happened since you were gone brown uniforms besides you going to the
1: restroom <laughs> who went to the restroom you Nobody did you restroom. blame me and no. doing it all the time you did no, man. It too jerk no man okay uh um, talk to me about bringing back the brown taking the potteries back to brown town so
0: ron fowler like he's come out and said that they're doing a lot of tests right now should
1: have been on the zero chance pod but uh hmm. i guess we'll talk about that another time yeah yeah not we'll, that i'm bitter about it at all we'll get
0: that we'll get that sorted out yeah i guess soon. so
1: okay so tell me what do you think what do you know what did ron say
0: uh, so Ron said that it, it, it's, and actually, so let's start from, start from scratch here. AC came out with an article first. AC broke the news that the Padres are doing, um, you know, some little test runs on some uniforms and yep. they're doing studies. Uh, they got different mockups right now. So like this 85 proto hat, Yeah, it could be, there could be another one in A there. New proto. Could be Another one in there. Yep. The eighteen pro or nineteen proto. Yeah. Twenty proto Actually, it's, it's twenty proto oh, fire. Well, it's prior.
1: eighteen because that's when it came out. But then again, yeah. this one I guess could have been made in eighty three for all we could know.
0: Could have. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so maybe it is the twenty one.
0: Yeah. So um yeah. And everything seems to be pointing towards brown uniforms full it's, time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen.
1: And I uh I feel like this is maybe an unrelatable analogy, but, like, I, I feel like this is one of those things where, like, you, you had a girl that you had a crush on starting in sixth grade, and she was always, like, the girl that was, like, unattainable, and then and you continue to, like, sixth grade, and then seventh grade, she was still, like, your crush, and eighth grade, still your crush. Ninth grade, you go to the same high school, yeah. still your crush, tenth grade, and then maybe around junior year, all of a sudden, she maybe starts, Maybe like, when
0: you were going for your master's she, in yeah. college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she starts, she starts <laughs> noticing you.
1: Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like you're trying to play it cool and be like, oh, oh, oh hey, how's it going? No, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm Brady. I think we might have had a class or 40 together over the past decade. Yeah. You know, and you, you sort of play it cool and you're like, oh, and then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're going on a date together. Yeah. And then you have this, this is moment. Really happening. Yeah. You have this yeah. moment of like, OK, play it cool. Play it cool. I don't want to get too excited. Yep. I'm just you have to act like you've been here before. Don't get your hopes yeah. up like this is the girl that you've yeah. wanted to be with for five six years and and now you have a chance do not f this up you know and that yeah and and that is how i feel right now about brown uniforms this is what i want this is what I love. It's what I've always loved. Yeah. This has been my long lost dream is to have the brown uniforms back. Yeah. Uh huh. And now that it sounds like it's a reality, I am scared to death to get excited <laughs> about it. You follow me? I, I do. I do. I don't know if that was a good analogy or I not. Do. It no, made like- sense in my head, but I'm terrified that I'm going to get my heart broken, so and that it's not, and then it doesn't happen.
0: You know, I know there's a lot of like new people, new podcasts, new blogs out on like Padres Twitter and stuff now. But you and I, we were there, OG, from, bro. <laughs> like OG. for ages now, yeah. and we were on board with the bring back the Brown movement in Absolutely. the very beginning. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy to see that this is, like, finally happening, like, possibly.
1: I feel like the first time I encountered the Bring Back the Brown, it was, like, because my daughter is eight years old right now, and I, I think she was a baby the first time. So, I think it was about eight years ago Yeah, that I first talked to the Bring Back the Brown guys, Uh huh. and there was, like, some... Jordan combat, and Tony. Yeah. Like... What good dudes, by the way. Yeah, Jordan was in the, uh, he was in the pit with us with uh, Megan Alivi. Yeah. When the uh, the ho- was it ho dads? the Hodads, the Hodads incident, yes. the homeless yeah. uh-huh. homeless ho dads incident, yeah. where Megan Olevy almost got jumped in the street. Yep. Yep. And uh, and we were waiting for her and, and we were, she, What do they, they call like the green her. room? What do they what do they call? Um, it? That was the moment she knew she wanted to go UFC. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. when she almost UFC got jumped with time. our Ho-Dads. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that room is called. I don't know either. It's where they have the gnome where yeah. like Pomerantz and Sweeney do. By the way, probably nobody even saw it. I probably shouldn't even say anything because I probably know the person who tweeted it. And it's not a bad thing, but Sweeney went on this morning with, I think it was Ben and Woods, and the official Mighty 1090 wow. account um, tweeted out something that I got a good kick out of. And I do oh, I did. I thought I might have. Oh, yeah, there it is. It says... <laughs> Mike Sweeney, Mike Sweeney, Sweeney. oh no, (laughs) oh no, it was only up for like a minute or two before someone was like, "Uh, Mike," (laughs) because I actually tried to write back. I was like, "Mike?" question mark with like a joke face or whatever, and it already was deleted by the time I responded. Former Kansas City Royal, yeah, Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, Sweeney dog that room. Uh, Jordan was there, so bring back the brown. Yeah, bring bring back the brown. I, I mean, like I said, I just I. I'm so hesitant to get excited. Yeah. I want to get excited. I want to get fired up. I want to like the fan gase, fan base to get fired up. I mean, can you imagine if somehow the stars align and the Padres become good as brown becomes oh, the primary color? That'd be beautiful. Like I, all would be right in the I world again. I get the again. chills thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Like what if our World Series run happens like the first year of brown uniforms?
0: That'd be amazing. It's would be like, amazing.
1: It's the opposite of what we have come to expect from San Diego sports. Yeah. It's like, oh, the Chargers went to L.A. Well, they're obviously going to win the Super Bowl next year then. You know, because that's what in happens. In the powder blues. Yeah. In the yeah. powder blues in yeah. L.A., they're going to win the Super Bowl, and that's yeah. just going to be our destiny as fans. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this would cancel that out. Yeah. Go win the World Series wearing brown for the first year, and, you know, all is right in the world. And at this point, honestly – What's going to happen is they're going to go brown, and people are going to be like, these uniforms suck. Yes, they're yeah. brown, but they suck. You know, and everyone's going to freak out, and I'm just going to be like, I don't even care. Like, yeah. baby steps, all right? Yeah. It's not like we can't change our uniforms again. Like, this is what... Our only yeah. identity is that we have no identity in uniforms. Yeah. So, let's change them again. Who cares? Change them again, and yeah. again, and again, and again, Change and them again. until you get it right. And yeah. next thing, maybe we'll land back on the 85 prototype, for our, <laughs> which I don't think is even particularly a good u- a logo, uh, yeah. but I love it. I get, I'm obsessed I get props with it. for this hat all the time. Dude, I... I was up in uh, I was up in the mountains. I was yeah. up in San Fran. Like people were like, "Bro, is that a Padres hat?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Where did you get it?" And I'm like, "And uh, dude, I can't tell you how much I made the it." The story, yeah, I made it, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, here's the story behind it." I mean, yeah. I kind of made it, and what's great is that the logo that is in our hats, you know, there is a lo- like the rings that was yeah. that was, I added that myself, yeah. and so that was
2: yourself or. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Easy. Easy. Uh, it was all in my brain. Yeah. All right, so just settle down. Okay. So, I, I have to leave soon. Okay. So let's, let's, I want let's be this, quick here. There's one thing. One if, thing that you want to talk about. One thing I want to talk about. Okay. Hold on. Fine. All right. You first. The thing that I want to talk okay. about, I could have spent easily... An hour talking about this single subject. Yeah. So, I will let you get to something first. What is it that you okay, would like to talk about? Okay. Something has
0: completely blown my mind. And this has always blown my mind. Okay, let me hear it. You let know how uh Sparky Anderson, you know, former Reds manager Former Padres
1: former manager, yeah, wasn't
0: he? He was a uh he was a coach. Coach, okay. He was a coach. On I remember the inaugural. Yeah, cuz it was 69 like 69 season. Yeah, it
1: was the early yeah. brown and yellows, yeah.
0: Yeah. How old do you think Sparky Anderson is in this picture? Oh, yeah.
1: That's the photo I was thinking of. I don't know. He looks like 60. Yeah. He's
0: 35 years old in this picture.
1: <laughs> he's 35 years old in this picture. Bro, his wrinkles, you they're like yeah. the like the Grand Canyon. Uh, yeah. And his hair is white. I know. How is he 35? Okay, well, now you got to tweet out that picture. because So, I, l-
0: I've done that before. I've tweeted it out. But, like, so the the reason he why, I, like, 35? I, he's 35 years old. Oh, that's
1: much younger than me currently. So... <laughs> reason why How I bring this up, I'm 37. Okay, so he's even so younger Sparky than So you Sparky's
0: younger than me here. Uh-huh. So the reason why I bring this up, is the other day this guy tweeted out, um, just, just random fact. Hi, Tom Cruise is five years older in Mission Impossible Fallout than Wilfred Brimley was in Cocoon. I don't know what to do with this information, and now neither do you.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> Wilfred Brimley in Cocoon looks like he's 100. <laughs> Look at those. Oh, my God. Tom Cruise is five years younger than Wilford Brimley in that picture. No, he's older. I mean, older. Sorry. Yeah, he's older. That is the wildest. I mean, dude, that's what, is, what is his um crazy religion? Uh, Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, that's that's uh, Scientology plastic surgery, right? So there. like,
0: get this though, and like, I, I saw that tweet and it immediately made me think of my Sparky Anderson <laughs> oh, tweet yeah. from ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I dug that up, and I'm like, oh, it's like the Sparky Anderson effect. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm all God, I'm all, how old is Wilford Brimley now? Is he still alive?
1: He's still alive. See, because I would have thought... Guess how that
0: old Wil- Wilfred Brimley is right now.
1: I mean, I don't know. I think he's been 80 for the last 20 years. So he's he 100? He's, he's only 83 right now. He's 83 right now. He's only 83. I, I thought he was 100. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yeah, gosh.
0: it's just a weird thing that blew my mind. And so
1: I will tell you this. <laughs> I like... Um, I, want, I want this to be a thing. You know what we need to get better at, dude? We st- we've been talking about this for months. A couple things we've been talking about. One, a website... Yeah. we post all of our crap on lob shots. huh So I know we're getting there, right? We're getting there. Yeah. And then and two segments. Like I think we should have segments, repeat segments. Uh-huh. that we do every to kind of give because it's, it is fun. We do have some direction yeah. when we do pods. Yeah. But, you know, it's squirrel, you know, it's yeah. very easy for We have a us to go off on crazy tangents mm-hmm. and for, and really neither of us sometimes have the ability to to steer back to where we belong. Yeah. And so I think it'd be fun to do segments. Okay, so come up with, and we've come up with a couple of yeah. you know kind of funny ones, and we have guests. I think we can pepper them, do that rapid fire I think, questions. I think
0: Wilfred Brimley would be my my first <laughs> one on that that one topic that you came up with.
1: What? Wait, what was? it? I don't. When he, <laughs> I really don't remember. Who would you want to sleep with? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley in, in cocoon. That <laughs> <laughs> was your celebrity crush, <laughs> Wilfred Brimley in cocoon. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so if I could have done if you said to me, Brady, we're doing a podcast today. Yeah. However, we only get one topic. Yeah. It would have been 100% unequivocally no doubt about it, Boltman. Yeah. I'm going to before I get going, I want to give you the opportunity to tell me your thoughts. I'll I'll set the scene in the most serene way I can possibly do it. Boltman, the self-proclaimed unofficial mascot to the chargers Mm -hmm. at one time san diego chargers now la chargers put his uh, likeness up on ebay and the actual costume the head the muscle suit the jersey the pants up on ebay uh out for bid he is ready to sell the the uniform and the likeness and
0: well it's basically because the chargers
1: don't want him
0: of course not. They didn't want him in San Diego
1: either. Really, no, they, they kind of like, like
0: kept him at a distance.
1: They allowed him to be there. They yeah. wanted nothing officially to do with him. Yes. So he posted up on eBay. He was ready to this guy, Dan something. I don't know what his name is. I don't know. Maybe not even Dan. Maybe it's Frank. Maybe it's moron. I don't know what his name is. Oh, see. Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Levi. Yeah. Zach Levi. <laughs> Zach Pugh. Um, so, so. This guy, I think it's Dan. Let's just call him Dan. I don't remember his name. I could look it up, but I don't care. He posted on eBay, and there was a reserve. The reserve was not met. Do you already know the number off the top of your head? I do, only okay. because you sent it to me. I did send it to you. I wish I hadn't. On our show prep. Our show prep notes. Yeah. Um, this guy received bids on eBay, allegedly. I'll get to why I'm saying Allegedly. For $71,600 for this idiotic, moronic, most st- stupid costume How that I've ever seen in my life. did the chicken head get? Bro, the chicken head, if you remember, I bid $500 on the yeah, chicken head. Yeah, yeah. Thinking I had a shot. Chicken head went for ten grand. Ten grand. Now it was just the head. Yeah, just the head. Just the head that went for $10,000. And yeah. that was like astronomically high now the chicken head because it's not the whole suit yeah that i feel like is a a a prop a memorabilia thing Uh this guy was selling like if the chicken sold all of his chicken costumes yeah and the rights to being the chicken oh it could go for a lot that yeah actually i could see going for over a 100 grand yeah yeah like the chicken, the chicken name, the chicken likeness—that is freaking worth money. Yeah. This, okay. Let me just make a little bit of a disclaimer before I keep going, because I'm about to fly off the freaking rails on this clown. I don't know this guy, Dan. I don't know what his deal is. I, apparently, he lives in Ramona. He says he started being Boltman as a hobby, and he said over the two decades, he spent over a hundred thousand dollars on his costumes. That right there tells me this human being is a moron. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> yeah. m- maybe he's just a filthy rich parent. I don't, listen, Dan, whatever your name is, I don't know you. I don't like to do, I, I really like to be positive. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't like to, I mean, I've been through this with Hacksaw. Like, I don't want this Boltman moron to be the next Hacksaw. See, I keep saying things like moron. That's not nice of me, but I can't hold back. This is driving me insane. This guy is a moron. He's an idiot. And I want to, freaking his stupid smiling bolt man face and i cannot believe that any human being that has offered 71 grand for a stupid costume that at best maybe cost i'll, I'll be generous and i'll say two thousand dollars yeah to make
0: that's very generous i w- very I would guess. Yeah. generous
1: yeah is gonna turn down seventy one thousand six hundred dollars for yeah. this you gotta be some the kind thing of world is, class idiot. The
0: thing is, too, like he 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 sat there and I, I saw he sent out a bunch of tweets to former Chargers. And no, no, stuff. no, no, not a bunch.
1: He sent like thirty at least. Yeah, yeah. For he sent one to LeBron James, yeah. to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. People, anyone who has and, any LA affinity. And he was talking about the charity aspect of it all. And you know what? If you use charity yeah. for your own personal gain and to get more money for yourself f you dude yeah. you suck yeah and if you're like anybody who uses a charity anybody who uses a charity to try to build themselves up for, and like listen i th- this is something that's very near and dear to my heart because i i, I put i i know it, it was only four months really of like hardcore pancake making but like I put it on the line for 4 months where I was doing so it was <laughs> you were doing a lot it of pancakes very, it was a, it was a lot it was hard to do it was editing it was out of my yeah. comfort zone it was out of, it was like I'm not an artist I try, And, and that's was, not
0: even like so like you took I multiple never saw, takes on some pancakes too yes. so it's not like you I just did it on saw the first take I never saw one penny
1: not yeah. one penny from that, Yeah. and it was 100% to charity, and then 100% of that money went directly to the field because of Charity Water's 100% model. Yeah. So for me, it is something so special to me to be able to say, oh my gosh, I have to leave, by the way, I just checked the clock, Yeah. that you're giving to charity intrinsically, not for your own personal gain. And so for this, it feels like, I mean, I'm never in a million years going to knock the idea of like, half of what I raise, I'm giving to Rady's Children's Hospital. That's yeah. great. It certainly felt like this was a personal game thing. Yeah. And honestly, and I've had a lot of people tweet me. I don't know the facts, like I said, did you own this guy? But there's a lot of speculation that this guy just had. He set this reserve. Let's say he set it at what hundred grand, and then he just had people, or seventy-five grand. Who knows? Yeah. And he had people that he knew, or he had burner accounts. If you there's an account with zero feedback that bid over forty times on that. Yeah. And so, to me, that screams fishy. Uh huh. It screams finding people who you know that have eBay accounts, yeah. and you've assured them bid this amount of money. Yeah. It will not re- meet the reserve, yeah. and then if a reserve gets up to a certain level, maybe I can get Dean Spanos to say, "Oh my goodness, someone is taking this seriously. Yeah. Someone is willing to pay over seventy-one thousand dollars for this. I better swoop in and pay this moron a hundred yeah. Yeah. grand. Yeah. F this guy, dude. You don't you don't take a bid for seventy-one <laughs> grand for a freaking costume. Uh, you suck. Yeah. And you because you know what that means? That's Fill in the blank. I don't know if he was doing it before, or after fees, whatever. Let's say he gets twenty percent knocked off from eBay and PayPal or whatever he ended up doing. Yeah. Who knows how much he gets? But let's say that's twenty or thirty grand out of the pocket that he's taking bit from Radies because he says it's gonna be a bad financial decision. Yeah. You suck, dude. Yeah. Give that money to the hospital, you piece of S. And unless the whole thing was a fraud. And those bids weren't real, and he never actually did get that money, yeah. which is what I believe to be true. Yeah. But I don't know that for a fact. So yeah. that's a disclaimer. This is no defamation thing. Who knows? Maybe some fucking idiot out there actually did. Maybe they actually did bid seventy one grand. in which case they are just as dumb as Boltman. <laughs> I'm like Very so true. angry about this. Very true. And you know what really pisses me off? He added, so when you, uh, you and I, were eBay pros, right? huh yep. You put your description up, or you yep. look at the description of what you're about to buy, and his description was so garbage. It's like, I'm only selling the physical costume here, blah, blah, blah. And then you have the opportunity to add notes at the bottom, like little footnotes. Yeah. If you forgot to put it in the original description, because you can't edit the original description. You can add these little footnotes. Yeah. So he put on the bottom, and I don't know if you knew this, but you're going to freaking, like, lose your mind on this. So in the description, this is what this clown put at the very bottom. Notice to bidders, the Boltman muscle suit is new and has never been worn at a game as Boltman. This idiot had a new costume made yeah. and is putting that up for bid and is not gonna let someone buy it for 71 grand. So that means everyone that he's ever worn, which I'm sure there's been multiple, just like the chicken. Yeah. I mean the chicken, I mean, after years and years of doing stuff, if he's really been doing this for two decades. Obviously, there's going to be many – I mean, you've seen the variations of uh-huh. Boltman out there. There's a ton of them. I don't even know if every variation was this single idiot, and he just came to this creepy, smiling, terrifying smile that yeah. scares kids out of their pants. And then for him to post a picture of a disabled kid in a handicap uh, or in a, a wheelchair – a handicapped kid in a wheelchair saying, oh, I'll give half to Radies," and then create all this fake generated – and then, I, dude, the whole thing – and then turn it down? You're turning down, if it's real, 30-plus grand – yeah. To a charity? To a charity. Dude, to kids that are like, uh, I'm I'm like, I, I feel like if I talk about it anymore, I'm <laughs> going to explode in my brain. I'm so angry at yeah. this idiot. Yeah. And I'm honestly, I can't believe in a million years that I would ever say this. I am 1000% on Dean Spanos' side on this one. <laughs> Dean Spanos is absolutely correct. Oh, I yeah. have nothing to do with this idiot. I agree. I agree. And Dean Spanos is the biggest idiot in the planet. Maybe next to Boltman. I'm so mad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I, I 100% agree with everything you said. Uh, I feel like Boltman, in, like, before all this went down, he, he was more of, like,
1: a laughing stock of things. Bro, he showed her to a city council meeting in a full costume and thought it could make a difference.
0: I know. He's a moron. I know. He's a moron. Everyone mocked him. And I feel like now, though, he's just coming off as a very, very bad dude. Dude, I mean... And,
1: and <sighs> uh, okay, so... Yeah, This is my emotional struggle I'm dealing with. I, I, I don't like talking bad about people. Like, I don't know this guy's situation. Yeah. Maybe he's, like, super poor and just trying to grab – and maybe he thinks if I hold on again, someone will see this bid was high and come out and maybe they'll say, I'll give you seventy five grand. Like, I don't know what his situation is. I don't know what his deal is. So I probably feel – feel, I don't know. Maybe I feel bad for him. I don't I don't I just I mean if that's the case though, like why are you bringing charity into it though? I don't yeah, because maybe like do you think you're gonna get double the money that you would have got if you didn't bring charity yeah. into it? So you're right. I don't I don't know. I just I don't know this guy, I don't know the situation, but my gosh, he needs a PR guy because he looks like an absolute yeah. buffoon. Yeah. Like this is Dan Silio in a costume. This guy, <laughs> I mean he is uh I I just don't and Ugh I mean, there are so many things ab- about it that get me that get me fired up. I mean, reaching out to those players, and I, I don't. Know, I, I I'm I'm gonna lose my mind. You're gonna I lose like your able. mind.
0: So let's end this now. We've already done this for quite a while now. Two bathroom breaks.
1: I know it was. Too, I feel like there was yeah. one more point I wanted to make about Boltman that it's made me Bolt so man. angry. And I he's just, an idiot, moron. I know. I've been there. You don't. Know I don't him. know, man. Whatever your deal is. I don't know. Just stop, dude. Like, get rid of this thing. Give it to charity. Do something. Do you know that they made him take off the helmet in LA? Yeah. He went to the game and they wouldn't let him keep it over his head. Yeah. So now he's selling a likeness and a product that he knows is not going to fly in LA. Exactly. Like, that is, like, that's deceptive right there. It is. Like, that's undermining. And then he went on to write an article and his art on some stupid, I don't know, Times, San Diego, or some. BS website. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Lobshots, who I haven't written on in two years, has more credibility than this garbage website and whatever it is he went on to write. Like, and he kept referring to himself in the third person. Like he would switch between characters, like he was George and Seinfeld. <laughs> and I know that behind us, we've got another gamer. Like yeah. a, I don't know, Warcraft or yeah, something it's like, behind us. Yeah,
0: yeah, some sort of like uh, card game going on right. I now, don't know. Back there, I, man, I wish I, yeah. there
1: was one more thing that I that I like forgot about this guy about how mad I was and. I can't remember what it was, and that's fine. I just need to yeah. let it go. Boltman, you're Bolt the Boltman, you're terrible. Sorry, dude. So are you, Spanos. You're not off the hook just because Boltman is just as bad as you. Anyway, next week, we've got week. a radical guest. Don't tell the world about it. <laughs> we've em. said that before, yeah. and then yeah. it's just been us. Yeah. So maybe the guest is going to be the proto on your hat, yeah. but maybe it's going to be someone awesome that you can look forward to. We'll wait and see. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. I apologize that I just lost my mind on Boltman. I feel kind of bad about it, I guess. But um, I don't know. Go do something good and don't do it. Do it for intrinsic reasons. Don't do it because you're trying to get personal gain. Like, go make a difference in this world and be awesome. Don't be Boltman. Ah. Alright, I'm done talking about it. Yeah. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Come back to the Zero Chance next week. <laughs> Farewell. Uh, TikTok get on.
2: To the TikTok, get on Stop that To the TikTok, you don't stop that to the TikTok, get on Stop that to the music. Come inside, take off your coat of I'm one because